Hey, what's up, everybody? Hope you guys enjoy your long Thanksgiving break. This your boy, Jay Mason. Welcome to a new episode of Beyond the Album Cover, where we take a look at an album, explain its importance within the music industry, and why the album was so significant. Thank you guys for tuning in, and be sure to go to Anchor to listen to this episode, along with other archival shows. So... We're back from our long Thanksgiving break. Hope you guys didn't eat too much. So the album we are going to take a look at today is sure to whet your appetite. If you're a big fan of mid-80s R&B, we are looking at Alexander O'Neill's self-titled 1985 debut album. Now, we know Alexander O'Neill from his association with Prince. And originally, he was supposed to have been the lead singer of the time. But due to conflicts with Prince over finances, he left and then Morris Day was promoted from drums to the center. And we all know how that turned out. But there was really no love loss between everybody within the Prince camp because Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis did a good chunk. Part of pretty much, matter of fact, majority of Alexander O'Neill's album. And from top to bottom, a great example of what mid-80s R&B sounded like. Very smooth, very polished, very clean. And it will only be another two years before we start to see R&B take a more harder edge. But for right now, it was very adult. Appealed to your puppies, which were your black young professionals that were just making their way up into the corporate world. Now, if you take a look at the album and you pull out the sleeve and extend the cover back, it was, it ranged a full shot of the famous Mickey's Diner in Minneapolis. And you had the side acts from the time, such as Jimmy Jam, Terry Lewis, Jerome, Jelly Bean, Monty Moore, in the insert, but Alexander standing front and center with his nice suit on and Alexander O'Neill he has the voice that's traditionally like a Wilson Pickett or David Ruffin those that had those rough gritty vocals but it was smooth thanks to Jam and Lewis production great songs off of that album such as What's Missing Look at Us Now Used to Be My Lady Innocent If You Were Here Tonight and to me, that whole album was just a straight listener from top to bottom. And he was signed to the Taboo record label, which was headed by Mr. Clarence Avant, who was originally from North Carolina. I believe he was from around Goldsboro, Kinston, or Greensboro, one of those areas. But North Carolina native Clarence Avant, and he was also responsible for running the Sussex record label, which was home to Bill Withers. And Alexander O'Neill was able to ride the wave off of his debut album until he released his sophomore album, Hearsay, in 1987, which extended Jam and Lewis's hot production streak, which they did pretty much all the albums for Alexander O'Neill, Sherelle, and of course, Janet Jackson in her breakthrough album a year later with Control. But Alexander O'Neill... To me, definitely put his name amongst 80s R&B male superstars such as Luther Vandross, Freddie Jackson, Jeffrey Osborne, Lionel Richie. And it was great for his time. 
And to me, it still hold up some 33 years later. And it is goes to show that his vocals and Jeremy Lewis productions have always managed to stand the test of time. And Alexander O'Neill is still living it up these days overseas, primarily in England, where his music and album success was much more well received in the UK. So he's over there being treated like the legend that we know that he is. Well, that was another edition of Beyond the Album Cover. So tune in next week where we're going to dissect Babyface 1989 sophomore album, Tender Lover. So go to Anchor, Breaker, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Public, Pocket Cast, Radio Podcast to tune in to this episode along with other archival episodes of the show. Go to Instagram.com slash J252NC to follow and go to facebook.com forward slash beyond the album cover to get caught up with all things related to the show. So until next week, this is your boy. See ya. Peace.